0: Hello, good evening, welcome to my show, Musings by Pragnya. I am Pragnya and today I have brought with me the review of the movie French Biryani on Amazon Prime. So French Biryani is uh, basically a Kannada movie, and Kannada language movie and it stars uh, the funny man Danish site, Sal Yusuf and a couple of other talented actors. So the premise is based on a comedy of errors, mistaken identity, bumbling goons, TRP hungry, news reporters, and intrepid policemen. (laughs) Each and every scene is filled with lots of inside jokes that only a true blue Bangalorean will get. It is set in the central part of Bangalore called Shvajinagar. And the movie showcases the people and activities that are otherwise not seen in the glitzy tech parks or places where People who have come recently to Bangalore and have settled In those areas these kind of activities will definitely not be seen so Like every city that grows Bangalore also has a new part of the city and an old part the old part is quite mixed actually because it has had a cosmopolitan history for a very long time however the recent tag of Silicon Valley of India and uh, being an IT hub has also further consolidated its image as a cosmopolitan city thereby bringing new people and others who would have actually not you know like (laughs) who otherwise would not have probably come this far south. So, this basically shows an older area of Bangalore and a kind of Bangalore that is not generally seen by most people who live in the tech parks and those uh, surrounding areas. For example, I'll just give you (laughs) one joke of the movie, Uh, of course without context, it may or may not make sense. So, uh, basically in the beginning, Danish Sait is uh, who is playing the role of an auto driver. He's asked by his mechanic friend where this particular foreigner is from. And he replies, uh, I don't know, maybe he's from Whitefield. So the reason why it is funny is because Whitefield is actually a part of Bangalore and uh, it used to be outskirts at one point of time but now a lot of tech parks and a lot of uh, new new apartments and things and uh, cultural hubs have come up over there and uh, as a result it's a relatively new area and doesn't look or feel anything like the bangalore we know (laughs) so that was an inside joke just to give you an example of how it's, it's a basic, it's not even, you can't even say it's purely Kannada language because a lot of the jokes, a lot of the gags are solely focused on, uh, uh, you know, like Bangalore and the scenes and things which are very typical of Bangalore. Uh, for example, even even though now I can call myself a Bangalorean at one point of time I did not know enough and probably even though I understood the language I would not have been able to relate to the jokes like the jokes wouldn't land for me (laughs) so that's the thing like a lot of the jokes are very contextual and uh, based on the situation the unique situation that Bangalore throws up and the people who live in Bangalore how they usually react and respond to such situations so it is kind of unique that way so uh, now that we've established that it's it's a very uh, city specific movie that is it's, it's based for an audience who really identifies and knows the city very well if you do then probably the language is not going to be a barrier for you to watch the movie Uh, and yeah it's generally very enjoyable the songs are really catchy and uh, they all add to the plot so i think there are about uh, four songs maybe of which one is basically a rap song uh, which introduces Bangalore to the viewer and to the hapless foreigner in the movie and the second song is i think the most hilarious one which is called hobbita charles basically means charles is gone or charles is dead and uh, oh yeah i'll explain why it says that with spoilers at the end as usual so that song is hilarious and uh, there's one more song that happens in some shady bar and I think there's one song that happens in the back, as a backdrop for the chase sequence. So all the events that are depicted in the movie are seamless. So there are there are no unnecessary dance sequences. Uh, Apart from the last Shady bar song. But even then, it it kind of adds to the comedy of errors kind of situation. It does not take away from it. There's no uh, dream sequence and there is no meaningless romances. There's no running around trees and all of that. It's it's a very practical, down-to-earth situation. Like, very realistic. In fact, as someone who has lived in Bangalore for some time and has interacted with a whole lot of people who kind of feel similar to the ones shown in the movie I <laughs> I actually enjoyed it a lot it's, it's definitely worth watching uh, of course uh, uh, maybe mm, there are quite a lot of expletives and uh, uh, quite a lot of uh, language which is not necessarily polite but then again it's a movie and it, it's, it's full of life that's what matters And they, it's like each scene has at least a joke or two. So uh, at some point it seems a little excessive because you can go on with the story and it won't stop being fun even if you don't add that particular gag or a joke over there. But probably they've done that to make sure that everyone can take something away from the movie. Like everyone can enjoy a gag or the joke. For example, in one particular scene, I think uh, I found only two or three jokes funny and after which I felt the rest of them were very uh, (laughs) caricaturish and uh, slapstick. But I think someone would find those jokes funnier than the ones that I found so probably they have tried to um, cater to every kind of taste in this movie which can prove a little tedious at times, is what I felt. On a serious note, the movie actually showcases the underbelly of Bangalore, the local dons and their mafioso connections, uh, cops who are promotion hungry and superstitious at the same time, and the sheer diversity of people who live in Shivaji Nagar and by extension in Bengaluru, while some portions, you know, like do feel a little dragged out but most of the jokes actually land and uh, even otherwise like i feel that it it all comes together uh, there are several tropes which in the story probably wasn't there like if you look back if once you watch the movie and you look back you realize that there were some portions which even if it had been edited out the rest of the movie would be unaffected but it wouldn't have the same impact as it has right now so yeah I feel they've done a good job and even those jokes which didn't land I basically put it down to the fact that uh, Danish Seth and his team they are more experienced in writing jokes for live performances be it on radio or uh, uh, on Instagram or anything since Dhanesh Seth is, is known for uh, all his radio gags which he pulled and all the all the you know like jokes and everything that it's all online of course and it's so hilarious especially if you know Canada, it is hilarious so I put it down to that that they wrote the jokes the way they usually do keeping a live audience or a live uh, reaction in mind and sometimes when you put that in a movie in a scripted form or while editing it, it may or may not deliver the punch however it, it none of it actually felt useless or tiring so now we come to the spoilers so if you're not watched the movie and you really want to watch the movie i suggest this is the place where you you know like switch off or you know you can get going cuz <laughs> From here on, I'll give you a lot of spoilers. So I'll actually take you through the gist of the story. There's one particular uh, Don in Shivaji Nagar who's called Powder Charles. (laughs) That name is explained by his son and heir apparent later on as being, uh, uh, as (laughs) his son explains that that moniker was given to his father because he was the best distributor of pond's talcum powder in the whole of bangalore of course it's such an unsustainable gag but at the same time in that particular sequence he says it so seriously that you can't help but laugh Like a don called powder charles and seriously you expect him to be the best selling best talcum salesman in bangalore i mean seriously yeah come on so this particular dawn before, right on his deathbed he would have given instructions to his bum- bumbling son to collect saman saman in uh, canada means luggage or a thing from an a uh, from the airport from a foreigner called solomon so While uh, this entire thing is happening and when he realizes his father has died, he confuses the thing and gives the task to his minion, Suleiman. So he'll tell Suleiman to go to get Simon to get Saman instead of Solomon. So that fellow ends up at the airport where there's a strike happening by app-based cab drivers who are... uh, burning uh, a tire in protest and they're uh, preventing other cab drivers from picking up their passengers and so on and so forth which is kind of like a typical scene in Bengaluru at least pre-covid times it was that cab drivers would have unionized or at least informally they would have gotten together to protest the work conditions which is which would have differed from their initial joining period so in that melee uh, there's a confusion and this guy picks up a French medical representative who's in India to sell medication for uh, uh, for an Indian company and in basically in in the melee that ensues the French uh, guy ends up in Danish State, that is asgar's auto so this entire thing this just this sequence involves a lot of burnt tires, local news anchors, an attempted robbery, and <laughs> the typical auto driver where he agrees to take you and then he refuses. So finally, oh, in Asgar, that is Danish, says auto he ends up and the auto driver literally takes him for a ride till an accident happens in the bang in the middle of Shivaji Nagar when he was supposed to be going to Marriott Hotel from uh, the airport. So it's it's like typical he was taking him for a ride literally and to get his uh, auto repaired he takes it to a workshop and at that time this french guy's suitcase gets stolen and his phone gets eaten by a cow <laughs> don't ask me how or when or where it's something you have to see so from there on that's when the police step in because uh, he wants to report the theft However, they have also received a tip-off that some foreigner is going to bring some uh, contraband item into Bangalore and they suspect it to be drugs. So these people end up in jail and then there's this entire sequence where they somehow managed to escape from jail and uh, there's this entire chase sequence which is kind of hilarious and somewhat believable given that it's Bangalore. of this gang as well as the policemen who are looking for the bag and the foreigner not knowing that that the foreigner and the bag are totally different even asgar doesn't that is the auto driver doesn't know for a very long time why they are after him or what the bag contains it's only much much later in the movie that he bothers finding out exactly why so many people are behind him <laughs> so in this entire sequence there's also the involvement of uh, mm, the characters of uh, you know Asgar, the auto driver's sister who was eloped with a hindu guy and is now having uh, trouble conceiving a child and uh, his He's a lit. His mom, who doesn't give any. You know, like, she doesn't care. She doesn't have a care in the world. And she just, like, carries on with her hookah and stuff like that. Then there's this chacha of uh, Asgar, the auto driver, who lives with them. And he's very interested in the goings-on of the uh, neighborhood and uh, what's happening with other people in and around and all of that. And his wife cracks as well. So, the sister and her husband, their uh, story is kind of a recurring thing. And even though this was the part that I was referring to earlier in my podcast, that... Uh, was not seen actually necessary for the plot, but at the same time, it doesn't feel uh, extra or it doesn't feel forced. So, the lively chase scenes are <laughs> so, most of the movie is actually like different chase scenes. So, it involves it's very hilarious and involves. Uh, uh, mm scenes from a tamil christian funeral as conducted in bangalore which may or may not be different from the tamil christian funerals which actually happened in tamil nadu so in this case the guy was astride the dead body was astride a bullet yes i'm not kidding for the funeral the dead body was astride a bullet and that's where they sing the song Hogbita charles that is charles is the dawn who has died and They're singing, he's gone. Oh my god. (laughs) That song was, of course, kind of, it felt a little slightly inappropriate, but it was hilarious nevertheless. Mm, So yeah, the chase sequences involves uh, funeral scenes, funeral parlor workers, slash pallbearers, drunkards in a local bar, kidnapped journalists, and water purifier salesmen. So... (laughs) It's like they have taken every gag possible that that happens to local people in Bangalore and put it in one movie. And also the typical typically superstitious bang- locals of the city. And that is something I've noticed. People in Bangalore seem to be more inclined in believing in superstitions than people from other places. For example, there's this one scene where um, towards the end, uh, it's called Cl- the climax of the movie, which takes place in the Climax Theater, very aptly named. Uh, there, the police, as usual, is late to the scene, but at the same time, the one of the policemen is really scared about going inside and because there's a shootout kind of situation happening and he tells his boss that today is amavasya day like no moon day (laughs) it's not good let's turn back or something of that sort oh my god so so hilarious because i can actually expect someone like that to say (laughs) to invoke superstitions to get out of call of duty oh my god yeah and uh, one thing i noticed was that the climax theater looked lot like the real life Kamakya theatre in all probability it was probably filmed there at least portions of it were filmed there and uh, most people in the theatre for some reason in this climax theatre in the movie are shown to be people who are either presumed dead or they are couples who are very busy making out. And of course there's one more important character, whom I have not mentioned so far, it's uh, Asgar's mechanic friend Mohan. So the auto driver has this trusted mechanic friend who gives him guidance from time to time and also like tries to help him out. And and he's the one who ends up taking everybody to the bar where that whole drunk uh, sequence happens. And uh, and yeah, it, it's kind of entertaining. Even though that particular sequence, I felt was a little like not required. Maybe if if there was a portion which I felt was excessive, it would probably come down to that particular song sequence as well as the scene. Like you could you could have finished it off in probably five ten minutes. You didn't have to like spend. 15 minutes on building something and then some unnecessary stories and all of that like that was the only part where it felt a little contrived otherwise i felt the script was really good so towards the end there's like uh, it comes to light that there's a russian faction there's uh, the the indian uh, the local dons faction and uh, ultimately It's it's hilarious in that one point they have lost all their vehicles and they end up taking the metro and after which they hire bounce scooters to reach the theater, the climax theater. So basically they all arrive in yellow bounce scooters with yellow helmets, which they wear till, which they actually wear till, you know, like the entire shootout happens. And that is so funny. And in the end, when you actually... Uh, find out what was in the real suitcase of the real smuggler the whole situation it's just like you know it it feels so unnecessary oh my god There are a couple of fight scenes, but they don't look very realistic. Like, it has... Uh, tw- I think they try to mimic... Uh, some of, uh, you know, those Tarantino movies where they have those shootout scenes, but something else is happening in the background and everybody is like, you know... it's, it's They try to make light of the situation. It, that happened in this movie as well. So, for for some time i actually didn't expect them to die i was thinking that they were you know like they just got shot or they they are just you know like uh, shooting blanks or something but no they actually end up shooting one another and you don't feel sorry for them at all (laughs) at least the way the movie goes oh my god yeah So I felt all in all it was equally entertaining and for the most part it was tightly narrated without feeling excessive or unnecessary and the song sequences were also good, the direction is good, the production value is also nice, Uh, there are some explanations which are not necessary or like okay fine whatever like it's you, just adding to get the laughs but some some um, conversations and some situations are there just for gags like they serve no purpose to further the story but it, it does not feel unnecessary and in the end of course the looks are a little exaggerated uh asgar has uh, be, uh, at some point uh, his beard looks rather fake and uh, the cornrow braids of uh, powder charles son i that guy is so utterly forgettable i have even forgotten his name already <laughs> but he's hilarious yeah that guy his hair is and it's and the guy who's the water purifier center person who always keeps calling asking for water purifiers whom they have picked up that guy was also you know hilarious like each small actor played their own part be the person who played Asgar's sister or uh, Asgar's husband Mohan the mechanic the uh, I think even the cow played its part really well the policeman and it's 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 hilarious, yes. But don't like, go for the movie expecting some serious output out of it, okay? It's it's more of a light-hearted thing, and uh, watch it to find out if you are a true blue Bangalorean or not.